time's point of view. I returned to my class from the rooftop after the bell rang, but all I did in class was texting Jenny. He won't reply. The last bell of the day rang, signaling the students to go home, but I am still lifelessly sitting in my chair, stares into space. After a while, they all left, including Yugyam and Bambam, and then I picked myself from my seat, then sat in Jenny's. The feeling was magical. As if I could feel her warmth in my arms, her flowery fragrance, and her cute nerdy glasses. I was dragged back to reality by an interruption. Oppa? A voice squeaked as they opened the door. It was Yuna. As her friend, I knew Jenny would never do something like that. It was Yuna who made up the whole scene and framed Jenny. The handprints on her face came out from Yuna herself. Bamam said in the flashback. If you don't believe me or Jenny, then go talk to Yuna. See what she had to say. Mama shrugged. Flashback ends. Maybe it's time for me to find out the truth. Oppa, what are you doing here? Yuna asked as she stepped closer. I'm trying to text Jenny, I said. Why are you texting her? Yuna froze her eyebrows. She's such a fake girl. Oppa, she cheated on you, remember? She didn't cheat on me. It's just my stupidity that makes me believe that she did. Don't ever call her a faker, I replied. Oppa, but she is, Yuna insisted. Stop it, Yuna. I already know everything. I exploded. Oppa, what are you talking about? Yuna's eyes twitches. You are the fake one. You faked it, didn't you? I asked angrily. Fake? What, what Oppa? She stutters. Jidhi didn't bully you. It was just all your acting. You slapped yourself and blamed it on Jenny, didn't you? No, Jenny did bully me. Yuna argued, but she kept stuttering, enough for me to claim that she was lying. Yuna, lying will not get you anywhere. I already know the truth, I said. Jenny told you that, right? But don't believe her. Yuna said desperately, she didn't tell me, but now I realize that she is someone who would never do that. Yuna, just stop lying. She stopped arguing this time as if she runs out of words to say, Fine, I am the one who did it. Yuna finally admit. But why does my heart hurt so much hearing the truth? I slap myself and blame it on Jenny. Happy? She said on the verge of crying. It's all her fault. Everything is her fault. She took you away from me. Tears are now flowing on her face. What did you see in her, Taeyong? I'm prettier than her, I'm smarter than her, and I'm more beautiful than her. How many times am I supposed to tell you? Why won't you look at me? Why do you keep looking at her? She's nothing but a trashy-looking nerd. Why won't you look at me? Yuna cried a mess. She flinched when I lifted my hand. I stopped myself before I did something stupid. I'm lying if I said I don't want to kill her at this instant. You ask why don't I look at you? You ask why I look at Jenny? Simply because Jenny is Jenny and you're not Jenny. Don't ever compare yourself to Jenny. She's something you will never be. So what if she wears glasses? So what if she looks like a nerd? Her inside is still beautiful, not like you, evil and pathetic bitch. I spat. I don't want to see your face anymore. I sat up and walked out. Please, Uppa. Hina's arms wrap around my waist from behind. Please don't leave. I love you, Uppa. 
you slapped my buried face in my back. Please. I would do anything for you. Don't. Leave. My grip around my waist got tighter like she was now being aggressive. I tightly grabbed her wrist and wrapped her arms around me and break free from her embrace. I don't ever want to see you again just disappear from life. I speak before exiting. I didn't care how much she cried. My heart begins to ache. The pain was unbearable. I was such an idiot. I didn't trust my own girlfriend. Why did I listen outside and stuff, Jenny? By the way, Jenny said she's moving school, Babam said, and he remembered. Dayong? Jenny called desperately. If you leave right now, then I'll give up on you. Forever. He remembers Jenny's last words. I don't know why, but the word forever seems so scary to me now. The thought of Jenny disappearing from our life, like the end of the world for me. I can't imagine my life without her. I can't live without her. Sorry, but the number you dialed cannot. The voice stopped when I swiped my fingers across my phone for the nth times. No matter how many times I called, she still didn't pick up. She's not serious about moving school, right? Yeah, how can she? Without another thought, I just ran and ran, listening to my own heart accelerate in a fast rhymes, together with my quick footsteps. I run in desperation and desolation with stinging sensation burning in my heart. Arthur's going to feel. Tang continues to ring her doorbell. Before he could ring another bell, the door suddenly swung open from the inside. Jin Good evening, Mrs. Kim. Tang roared. Jinny's mother looking at Tang in confusion. She wondered why the boy in front of her was panting uncontrollably with sweat drips down as it soaked his shirt. Tang, why are you here? Mrs. Kim asked. Mrs. Kim, I need to meet Jinny. Please tell Jinny to come out and meet me. Tang said, almost desperate. Oh, Jenny didn't tell you? She already left, Mrs. Kim replied. Already left? Tang murmured as he widened his eyes. Horrendous imagination begins to rush through his head. She left? Isn't forever? She left? Jenny left? Tang tried to hold in his tears. Mrs. Kim, please tell where she is. Please? Honey, I would... But I, I really don't know. Mrs. Kim confusingly answered. Jenny have tons of schedule and docking locations. How am I supposed to know all? Please, Mrs. Kim, don't hide from me. Tears trickled down his cheeks. Oh, no, why are you crying? Mrs. Kim grew panicked. Tayong? Mrs. Kim ruffles his hair with a motherly manner. Jenny really didn't tell me where she goes, but she told me she will be back in a few days. In a few days? Tang widened his eyes. He sniffed. Yes, of course, she replied. Mrs. Kim, you're not lying to me. Make me feel better, right? Tang sniffed again and wiped his tears away. Why would I lie? Of course she'll come back. This old lady can't leave without her daughter. Mrs. Kim chuckled. Tang sighed relief. Thank you, Mrs. Kim. Don't worry, you go home and rest, okay? I don't know what happened between you, but... Jenny will be back, okay? Mrs. Kim sighed. I have to go to the restaurant now. Jenny's father needs some help. How about you come to visit us someday? Yes, Mrs. Kim. Tang beamed. All right, I'll be going now. The driver arrived in time with the car. Be safe, okay? She said before disappearing. Yes. She left, leaving Tang in isolation. 
Feeling hopeless, he collapsed on the porch, leaning on the cold floor. He can't seem to leave this place. He doesn't want to. A part of him tells him to stay as he holds on one of our small home that he will see Jenny. Jenny, please don't leave me alone. I'm sorry. Jenny's point of view. The current time is 10.30 p.m. and my manager still talk about how clumsy I am. How many times do I have to tell you? Check if you have everything before you leave. He complained. Okay, I get it. Please focus and drive. I rolled my eyes. I just forgot my phone at home. I'm supposed to sleep in the dorm for the next few days. We are focused on one mic concert. Okay, hurry up and go. My manager stops the car. Okay, I said before exiting. I took out my keys and opened the front gate. I approached the door through my front yard. But I found myself gawking as a figure outside my door. The person was tired. He was sleeping with his forehead on his knee. What is he doing here? To break up with me again? To tell me how disappointed he is? To hurt me again? The thought of that made me crumble in defeat. I can't wake him up. I carefully and silently start to open the door, making sure I didn't make any sound that would wake him up. As if I was like a ninja, I moved swiftly through the door and ran to the kitchen where I found my phone. Great. My phone was dead. Hey. I successfully escaped outside again without waking him up. I didn't want to stay because there is a high chance he would wake up and find me. I wouldn't want him to scream at me like he did yesterday. I don't think I can handle that. I might just break out in tears in front of him. Time's point of view. Ginny? 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 I quickly arose from the nightmare. I dreamed Ginny was leaving me. Hyung? He alright? Jungkook asked. Jungkook? I look around. I realize I was in my house, in my bed. Around me was BTS guys. Why am I here? I asked. He fell asleep in front of Ginny's house, Jimin said, and Ginny dialed us with her cousin's phone to pick it up. J-Hope yawned. You're such a bother. Ginny called? Does that she means? She was there? Yeah, who else? That monster replied. Did she say anything else? I asked. No, but her voice was a bit down, Jin said. Oh, I could feel the mood drop. It was probably my fault. I started to curse with myself. Why am I such an idiot? Why did I fall asleep? Why didn't I fight up the sleepiness? I just lost my precious chance to talk to Jinny. What have I done? Arthur's point of view. Is he alive? Jen asked BTS, looking at his lifeless friend, who was just staring blankly into space. It's his fault for being stupid, Jihope added. It's been three days. Time's voice croaked. It has been three days, but Jenny haven't returned. She haven't replied to his call or message either. It felt as if he was living in the hell the last three days. Every night he would go and sit outside her door. He opens his eyes until midnight, but there was still no sign of her. Time becomes lifeless as every minute passed. All he could think about is Ginny, and now he wishes to meet her now. Ginny's point of view. Taeyong, please pick up my calls. Please, Ginny, reply to my message at least. Ginny, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I hurt you. Ginny, I know you're reading this, please talk to me. Don't leave me, Ginny, I'm sorry a million times over. I know that you didn't cheat on me. I know that you didn't touch Yuma. I'm sorry I didn't trust you, Ginny. Please give me a chance. Please.
I received countless texts from time. I found out from Bambam that he finally knew everything. I kept reading his text over and over. I still couldn't understand him. At first he screamed at me and now he said sorry. I lied if I say a part of me didn't want to come up to him and hug him, telling him everything is fine and we could start over again, but a bigger part of me held me back. Why should I do that? Time needs to learn his lesson for hurting me, needs to learn his lesson for not believing his own girlfriend. He needs to know how I feel, how much it hurts when your loved ones ignore you. Time's point of view. It's been three days, 48 minutes and 35 seconds of not seeing Jimmy. His days becomes gloomier and gloomier without her. I could feel the coldness coming through me looking at her empty desk. I suddenly heard a long creak next to me. Jenny? I widened my eyes. Indeed it was Jenny. She didn't move school. Hello. I smiled. I could see the gloominess starting to disappear as sunshine and rainbow take over. And Jenny is an angel the God has sent to guard me. She didn't say anything and sat down with a straight face. Where did you go the last few days? I asked, desperately still smiling. She plugged in her earbuds and rest her head on her arm. She's avoiding me, I know. All I need is a smile or a warmth word from her that could make my whole day. I just missed her so much, so, so much that I can't even sleep because all I can think about is her. She doesn't even know how much I just want to run up to her, embrace her in my arms and never let her go. But reality didn't happen the way I wanted. She doesn't want me to be around. I know she hated me so much for hurting her like that. I'm a jerk for doing that, I know. That is my biggest regret. Author's point of view. Plus, there is an announcement says that the school will hold a talent show soon. There is an application for whoever wants to sign up. Mrs. Lee said, talent show, that's perfect. Tying thought, oh, that sounds fun. Do you want to join, Ginny? Tying asked with a bright smile. Ginny shrugged slightly, still keeping a resting bitch face. Tying frowned at her response, feeling a bit down that she didn't smile. But that didn't stop him from giving up. He determined to make her smile no matter what. You look beautiful today, Tying commented. He didn't boast or anything. It was the truth. So you mean I'm not beautiful before? Ginny retorted. Tying was happy, happy because Jenny finally speak up, but that wasn't really the answer he expected. Jenny still looked very unhappy. N no, no, Tying panicked. It's, it's not like that. You're beautiful every single day, I swear. Jenny rolls her eyes. I mean it. <sighs> Tying signed defeat, fucked it up. Jenny's point of view. I ignored Tying and left before he did. Baba Miyogem and I arrived with that kind team. Fit together with BTS. I decided to sit next to Myung, like last time. What? Why are you sitting here? Still mad at him? Myung wiggled her eyebrows. I love you, that's why I'm sitting here. You should be honored. I replied, girl, please. Myung rolls her eyes jokingly. Shortly after time goes away, I could sense him looking at me, but I avoid eye contact. In the corner of my eyes, I could see him frowning, looking at me. What happening to the happy guy? Give up that soon? Jenny, mm. I heard you want more school. It's not true, right? Jimin asked. Everyone was looking at me for an answer. The one who stood out the most was dying. He dramatically widens his eyes that shows a mix of scared and worry. Should I tease him? Oh yeah, that's right. 
I was thinking of moving to my old school, I replied. My mom and Yukim chuckled a bit, but no, that wasn't true. What? No, you can't? Fang yelled as he slammed the table, scaring all of us. The whole population was looking at him in surprise. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. <sighs> Fang stutters. But really, please don't leave, he added. I said I was thinking. I replied with a straight face while holding in my laughter. Oh, yeah, have you guys heard about the talent show? Jen asked. Yep, should we enter? Rapmaster asked. Of course, we definitely want to see the first place trophy, Shiza said. All the BTS guys decided to attend the show. Bamam, Yugyam, Jimmy, Miyang, you should, you should also join, right? J-Hope said. Nah, I think we have other schedules that day, Bamam replied. I'm not really interested, Miyang said. Me either, I followed. Anyway, what are your plans? Yugyam asked. Showing our secret talent, maybe? Jimin laughs, like tying with his elephant. What elephant? Yes, Tai, show it to them. I don't feel like it, Tying replied. I want to see it. I almost covered my mouth when I realized I'd blurred that out. Oh, Tying blinked a few times and smiles. Sure. Tying casually took off his blazer. I could see a few girls drooling. Since I have two moles here, he pointed to the dots on his right arm while looking at me. You were in see an elephant when... He squeezes a place in the middle on the two moles and... What the fuck? Time's point of view. <laughs> it's really an elephant. Jimmy laughed, pointing at my arm. At that moment, I feel invincible. I did it. I finally made her laugh. Gosh, you have no idea how much I missed that laugh. God must have heard my prayers and grant me a wish. Jenny's point of view. Current time, 8.30 p.m. After school, I spent another day for the preparation of the upcoming show. I took a long shower the moment I got home to wash off all the smelly sweat that soaked on my skin. I heard a bell ring downstairs, probably my mom's friends. I ignored that and changed to my pajamas. Applying lotion to my skin and moisturizer to my face, I suddenly heard someone knocked on the door. Who is it? I answered from inside the bathroom. Come downstairs, Tang is here, Jimmy. The voice belonged to my mom. What? Kick him out. I yelled. Why would he be here? I don't want to see him. Yeah, that's not nice. Come downstairs. We are waiting. My mother replied. Ah, why? Ah. I put on the fake braces and the glasses in madness. Arthur's point of view. Jenny walked downstairs stomping actually. She pearls her brows when she found Tang laughing with her dad. Oh, hi Jenny. Tang shows his rectangular smile. Why are you here? Jenny asked with an attitude. I wanted to see you. Tying ruffles his hair nervously. Go home, I'm tired. Jenny replied. And Tying could hear his heart broke. Whoa, there. What's with the attitude to worry about boyfriend? Mr. Kim said. Dad, he's not my boyfriend. Mrs. Kim, Mr. Kim, I've got a gift for you. Tying interrupted. Ah, oh, you really don't have to do that. What a nice boy he is. Mrs. Kim said. You brainwash my parents. It's you. Tang's gift to Jimmy's parents was expensive exo wine. He sure knows how to impress someone. That's my dad's favorite. Tang stay here for a while, okay? Ignore the stupid daughter of mine. Miss Kim smiled. Mom? Jenny yelled in frustration. 
Ah, I'm done. She's done her way out. Looks like they really like Sayong. Jin Yang really muttered under her breath as she softly swung back and forth, whistling in her backyard. I really hate you, Taeyong. Jin whispered. She began sighing, letting the night breeze up close the strand of her hair. Without making a sign, Taeyong approached from behind with the jacket in his hand. He carefully covered the jacket over her shoulder. Your mom told me to bring it for you. She's afraid you might be cold. Taeyong quietly said. Jinny didn't reply. She just quietly nodded. May I? Taeyong asked if he could sit on the swing next to her. Jinny hesitated but slightly nodded again. Taeyong was relieved that he's afraid Jinny might say no. The swing wasn't that big, which makes the two sit closer to each other. The atmosphere becomes quiet and awkward, where no one say a thing. Jinny was still mad at Taeyong and was afraid Jinny will hate if he speaks. I'm sorry. Taeyong decided to speak up at last. Jinny was still quiet. For everything about Busan and Yuna. I'm sorry, I really am. If I have to jump off a bridge to show you how sorry I am, I would. Please do give me a chance. I know it's hard to forgive someone who causes you so much heartbreak, but dying, I'm tired. Jinny suddenly stand up. She couldn't handle hearing it anymore. I'll see you at school anyway tomorrow, she said, walking back to the house. Good night. Jinny replied without looking back.